Hey friend, I'm Melissa, and I'm obsessed with cheering on other women in this thing called life. I'm all about grabbing a cup of coffee, having healthy conversations, and making strong connections with others as we walk through what life brings. I'm a wife, mom of three, multi-passionate mama who is an online health and fitness coach, group coaching program creator, and Massachusetts realtor. The Healthy Connections podcast is here to connect you to other women who have found their purpose in life and are going for it. It's here to connect you with healthier options for your family through fitness to nutrition and to help you in creating healthier connections with your children and those you love. We are creating those healthy connections through conversation, community, and a little bit of that coffee. We want to help you honor the body God has given you physically so that you can overcome what life throws you mentally so that you can shine your light. Sound good? Okay, my friend, grab that cup of coffee, a jug of water, or a mason jar of kombucha, Put on those cozy socks and those yoga pants and welcome to the conversation at the Healthy Connections podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Healthy Connections podcast. Thank you so much for being here with me this week. I am thankful that you are here. Don't forget to think of your three things that you are thankful for. Mine are very simple today. I am thankful for this beautiful weather. We are having a nice warm streak so 60s, 70s, which is really warm in October in New England. Um, So I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for my children and I'm thankful for my husband. So there you go. Quick and easy for you today. Today's topic is a really important one. It's often overlooked when people begin their fitness journey. Understanding the difference between high impact and low impact workouts can absolutely help individuals choose the right exercises for their specific needs and goals. So I want to go over that with you today, just so that you understand it and are able to choose what's best for you. This was a question that was brought up in one of my accountability groups as a topic that somebody wanted addressed. So here I am addressing it. So what exactly is a high impact workout? High impact workouts, so they involve exercises that involve both feet leaving the ground, so jumping, putting a significant amount of force on your joints, especially like your knees and your ankles, and obviously your hips because it's all connected, right? Examples of high-impact activities would obviously include running, jumping rope, doing plyometric exercises, and vigorous dancing. So those are just a few examples. So these exercises tend to be more intense and can help boost your cardiovascular fitness and burn calories quickly, right? So then what about high, low impact workouts? So another, before I go on, another high impact would be high intensity interval training, that kind of thing. That's high impact. So then the low impact workouts, how would we define those? So low impact workouts on the other hand, involve exercises with one foot always touching the ground. So you're minimizing the force that's applied to your joints, like walking, swimming, cycling, and using an elliptical machine are some examples of low impact exercises. So these workouts are gentler on the joints, making them ideal for individuals with joint or muscle issues the elderly or those recovering from an injury, but also for those over the age of 40 who are dealing with issues with their cycle or for women over 40 in general, because ladies, I get it. I'm over 40. As we age, it's important to 
not run our bodies to the ground, especially because we live in such a go, go, go world. We're running ourselves ragged to begin with, and our exercise shouldn't add to that most of the time, right? So sometimes you want to switch it up and do some higher intensity things, but most of the time you want to be sure that you're being kind to your joints. Joint health is important. And as we age, our joints may become more prone to wear and tear. So doing things like swimming and cycling and walking and weightlifting, I've talked about that. Um, They're all great examples of better for you and better for your joints as you age. It also, so that's the first thing. So that's one reason why women over 40 should do lower intensity workouts because of your joint health. That's one. Two, it reduces the risk of osteoporosis. All right. So women over 40 are at a higher risk, sorry, but we are at a higher risk of developing osteoporosis, which is obviously a condition characterized by loss of bone density. And um, one thing quick about bone density, if you have um, had a lot of MRIs in your life. So for me, I've had not a ton because I try not to go very often, but for my multiple sclerosis, you're supposed to go for routine MRIs. And the contrast that they use, aside from the horrible ingredients inside that contrast, there's a reason they use it. It's for um, for an MRI with for an MS patient, they use the contrast so that they can see if you have any active lesions. So there's a purpose for it, right? And if you're having that done all the time, they warn you that it can have an effect on your bone density and also your liver. I believe it's your liver. Um, I've always gotten that risk outline when I go to have mine done. So it's just something to be aware of on top of the fact that you're already aging and your risk of osteoporosis is already going up. And so it's just very important to keep in mind the benefits of lower impact workouts and know that when you weight train, when you lift weights, that can help improve your bone density. Okay. So weight bearing low impact exercises like walking, dancing, um, lifting weights, having a really good weightlifting program that can help maintain bone density and reduce your risk of osteoporosis. So that's a big reason why it's important to do lower impact. The third reason is your cardiovascular health. So engaging in regular low impact cardio exercises like swimming or cycling or walking helps improve your cardiovascular health, obviously, by strengthening your heart and enhancing blood circulation. So this can be particularly beneficial for women over 40, as it may lower the risk of the heart disease issues and other related issues to your heart. These Some of these are pretty obvious, but just wanted to reiterate them. It's important to exercise in general, but if you are new, a beginner, you want to start on the low impact side. And then the fourth reason is manage weight and metabolism. Obviously, as we age, your metabolism does tend to slow down. So maintaining a healthy weight can be more challenging. Lower impact workouts help burn calories and boost your metabolism, which obviously helps to aid in your weight management and overall fitness. And that's the goal, right? The goal isn't necessarily to fit into a size four or six jeans. It is to be healthy and your blood work will show the truth behind your 
health. And that's why I always encourage you to go see a holistic practitioner who can really run good, detailed blood work. That's what I've done. And I have found it incredibly helpful. So definitely find a holistic practitioner near you who can run some really good blood work and show you your, your true health, because even the smallest of people, so your size, whatever, your skinny people, sometimes skinny people can be super unhealthy. Um, and so that's why it's not about the size of your genes. It's about your health and how you feel, right? Um, weight loss is necessary for many people, including myself to be at our healthiest, right? Because I was reading the other day, I think it's for every pound you lose, it decreases the, um, how your joints are going. It's like losing four pounds on your joints is what this, this article was saying. And so if you only have 10, 15, 20 pounds to lose, while it's a small number, it's super important for your joints and your inside organs, all of that to be functioning properly. So it's not just about the size of your genes, even though some weight loss does help. Okay. And also another reason why it's important to do low impact is because it helps to enhance flexibility and balance. So low impact exercises, including stretching and Pilates, it focuses on improving your flexibility, your stability, and your balance. These, and and as we age, and especially for those with multiple sclerosis with a condition like MS, where your balance tends to um, go to the wayside, it's so important to work on that. Um, These kinds of workouts can help prevent falls, improve your mobility, maintain a range of motion that you need for your everyday life, like reaching up into the cabinet to get something, lifting up a suitcase, lifting up a basket of laundry, all of these things. Working on strength will help you do those things even better in your everyday life. All right. And so, and that tends to naturally decline as we age. So why would someone choose a high impact workout over a low impact one or vice versa? So it really depends on an individual's goals, fitness level, and their personal circumstances. High impact workouts are excellent for individuals looking to increase their cardiovascular fitness, improve their bone density, but the same is true for low impact workouts, right? And burning calories at a faster rate. Obviously, if your heart rate is higher, you're going to be burning more calories, But you can really get, if you do the right low impact workout, you can really get your caloric expenditure up there as well. So it really depends on um, the quality of your workout as well as the duration of it, okay? So what I wanted to also mention is that with high impact, so maybe you are training for an athletic competition like a marathon or something like that you are going to have to do more high-impact workouts. Whereas if you have no intention on ever doing a marathon or even a 5K, your lower-impact workouts are going to serve you just fine. All right? So they're fantastic if you have joint issues, arthritis, knee problems. It puts obviously puts less stress on those areas. And like I said earlier... The lower impact workouts are great for beginners and people recovering from injuries, or if you have limited mobility, um, and I'm really thinking of 
you know, my people out there who have chronic illness, who are really just trying to stay healthy, the lower impact workouts are going to provide an effective cardiovascular workout for you and be better for your joints. Okay. Um, and they're safer and more sustainable for long-term fitness. So the bottom line with all of this is that it's all about choosing the workout that aligns with you and your goals and your physical capabilities, right? So I used to be a high intensity interval training cardio junkie. That's all I did all the time. But as I started to quote unquote age, I'm still young, I'm 42, but my hormones changed significantly after I had my daughter five years ago. So I was 37 and it was just, it was different. Everything changed when I had my daughter. And, um, I don't know if it's because her hormones were different. And so they interacted with mine differently, but my body just does not lose what the way that it used to, I could go run five days a week and I could lose five pounds. It was, it was never simple for me to lose weight, but it was definitely easier than it is now at 42. (laughs) So, and a lot of that has to do with your hormones, which is why I had a deep dive hormone test done with my holistic practitioner. And I learned what's going on with my body. Um, and so I just encourage you to learn what's going on with your body. Most of the time doing lower impact workouts and really focusing on your nutrition is what's going to help you, especially if you're over the age of 40. Okay. So, but again, the most important thing is to listen to your body. If high impact movements cause discomfort or pain, it's absolutely crucial to consider modifying your exercise routine to include low impact options. I'm not saying don't do high impact ever. I'm saying, listen to your body, keep track, keep a journal of how you felt and what you did. And you might find, you probably will find that doing the lower impact options are going to be better for your joints and your body. Um, And obviously, similarly, if low impact exercises don't give you the challenge or the intensity that you desire, you may want to incorporate some high impact workouts, but have the proper guidance when you're doing that. So remember, it's not a competition against anybody else, but it's about personal growth and well-being. So whether or not you choose high impact or low impact workouts, the key is consistency in finding what brings you joy and allows you to maintain a balance and a fit lifestyle. It's about your lifestyle. So as always, before starting any new workout regimen, it's important to consult with a healthcare professional or a fitness expert like myself to ensure it suits your specific needs and requirements. So thank you so much again for joining the conversation today. Don't forget to share this episode with friends. Leave that five-star review. It helps the algorithm fairies, and it's so appreciated to see your reviews and see those five stars. I'm closing the doors to my group coaching membership at the end of this month. So in just six days, I am closing the doors on the group membership. So be sure to go and click in the show notes, or you can go to www.melissahadley.com and check out the Start Here tab, which is the Start Here group coaching. And then you can get information on how to jump in on that before I close the doors on October 31st. Until next week, connect with others with a simple smile, a hug, or a high five. And remember to be well, be kind, and find the happy in the everyday.